One of my many bad habits is to drive around in my car until there is barely enough gas to get to my destination. I mean, I literally put off going to the gas station until the last possible second. I now have less than a quarter of a, a gas tank in my car right now, and that'll serve me for a while. I'll push it to the limit. My family used to joke around that I must think that the E on the fuel gauge stands for enough. Now this is a really bad habit. Why? Well, because I could very easily get stranded somewhere. I could run out of gas and be left in the middle of nowhere. And nobody wants to be that helpless. Nobody wants to be stuck. That is scary. Now, I get the feeling that a lot of us right now are running low on gas in our lives. So many people that I hear from tell me that their tank is just about empty. Many of us are going through some tough times right now. Many of us have lost loved ones recently. Many members of our community have received difficult diagnoses. Many of our families are experiencing the grief and the pain of miscarriages, the threat of losing their jobs over some of the vaccine mandates going around, uncertainty surrounding their future plans, finances, health, education. A lot of Catholics I know were angry and scandalized by what we saw in the news recently about our president meeting with our Pope, Pope Francis. So many feel hurt by the silence from church leadership surrounding the call for true contrition, repentance, and sincere conversion of heart prior to any of us coming forward to receive Holy Communion. Ambiguity and wishy-washiness, a desire to be safe, to be nice to everyone, to not rock the boat, seems to rule the day. And all the while, the faithful, millions of the faithful, are suffering. All of that is very exhausting. And for many of us, the tank is close to empty. And maybe you are afraid that you will get stranded somewhere, somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and you can't get home. But here is the important thing to remember. God won't ever strand you along the side of the road. There is always hope. There is always a way forward. No matter what, you always have enough in the tank to make it to your destination if you only choose to trust in the Lord. We heard two stories this morning from sacred scripture that teach us this crucial lesson in different ways. The first is the story from the book of Kings, the story of the widow of Zarephath. The prophet Elijah comes to town and he asks this widow, he dares to ask this widow for some water and a little bit of cake at a time when there is drought and famine. And the widow replies, sorry, Elijah, but I don't have enough gas in the tank. We're in the middle of a terrible time, if you didn't notice. 
I was just about to bake some bread for me and for my son. And when we eat that, we will sit down and wait for, for death. We are stuck. We are stranded, she seems to say. And Elijah replies in the boldness of trust and the boldness of faith. He says, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Go and bake something for yourself and also for me. And then he promises her something truly amazing. He promises her a miracle. The jar of flour shall not go empty, nor the jug of oil run dry until the day when the Lord sends rain upon the earth. In other words, despite all of the evidence, your tank will not run out. So don't be afraid. The second story comes from our gospel, where we hear of that poor widow, who, as Jesus himself points out, put in more than all of the other contributors to the treasury because they all contributed from their surplus wealth, he says. But this poor little widow gives from her poverty. She contributes literally everything she has. Pay attention. Do you realize what is happening here? The rich people in the story, even though they are putting large sums of money into the treasury, are terrified. They're afraid of giving too much. They were thinking, well, skimming off the top is the wise thing to do. Let's be reasonable here. After all, we do not want to give too much that it starts to hurt. We do not want the tank to get too low, do we? We need to make sure that we have enough. We need to make sure that we don't get stranded. They're not trusting in God. But the poor widow is free from all of that self-centered fear and lack of faith. She loves God. And as we know, perfect love casts out fear. So she, unlike all of those stingy rich people in the gospel, had the courage and the freedom to give everything she had. She only has two coins to her name in this world, but she was still willing to let her tank go empty. Both of these stories, I think, make it very clear that we should never be afraid to give God what little we do have. Because the Lord does notice. He does see your efforts. He does reward your generous sacrifices. So I encourage you this morning, give God what little gas you all have left in the tank. Don't be afraid. Don't hide it away in shame or in self-preservation. Don't cling on to it. That is a sure way to lose your faith and give in to despair. Remember, whoever tries to save his life will lose it. It is only by forfeiting our lives freely, emptying ourselves, throwing our entire weight onto the Lord, emptying the tank, that we will ever taste grace. And that is the mystery of the Lord's cross, isn't it? Jesus himself experienced 
an empty tank on Calvary. He loved us to the end, seemingly stranded up there on the cross. But God never once abandoned him. Though he yelled out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Deep down, Christ never forgot. He knew that God, his Father, would provide him with victory. We must learn, little by little, to imitate Jesus on the cross. Rather than moan and complain about how low we are on gas, we need to boldly spend ourselves anyways. What is holding you back? What do you have to lose by giving everything, your whole heart, the last drop of gasoline in the tank, to your God who loves you? This life, if you think about it, is really quite small in the grand scheme of things. It is a mere breath. Our lifespan on this planet is a tiny, microscopic particle in comparison to the overwhelming vastness of unending, everlasting life that Jesus has promised us. However many years we have left on this rock that we call Earth, those years, they are only a little cake. They are only two widow's mites. So, give them to God. Now, of course, none of this will make the least bit of sense unless we have been given supernatural faith. Unless we really believe that there is something more than we can see, smell, taste, or feel. The widow at Zarephath could not see with her own eyes or confirm with sheer logic that the flour and the oil would not run out. The widow who put those two small coins in the treasury could not have guessed that the very Son of God himself would see that and promise her eternal life and to praise her extravagant sacrifice. Those women had to make their choices from the darkness of faith. And we are invited to do the same today. We are called to cultivate the supernatural faith that God gave us at our baptisms. He wants us to cultivate and foster that perspective in our lives. Because when we look at things only through the superficial and secular lens, this godless lens that everyone is forcing on us, well then life is hopeless. It is overwhelming, and we do not have enough in the tank to make it through. But by the light of faith, we know that God will never leave us stranded. Despite all of the evidence, God upholds his end of the deal. He provides. As our psalm today put it so beautifully, he is faithful forever. He sets the captives free. Free from what? Free from all fear. Free from the terror of being alone, of being lost, of being unworthy. Free from hopelessness. Free from atheism. Free from addiction. Free from panic, pessimism, and undue suspicion. Free from any unjust law and corrupt politician. 
free from the violence, scandal, and the confusion of our times, free from sin and hell and death itself, free to worship God without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our lives. So in the spirit of that freedom, let us now turn to the altar of God in fearless and supernatural faith and give the little bit of gas that we have left in the tank to the Lord. In return, we will be fed with the bread of angels. So have faith. The Lord will not leave you stranded. The Lord always provides.